Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. For anyone who wants to make money and make a difference, grow and leverage your enterprise better, get more done in less time, outsource everything and create your ideal lifestyle. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob Moore here. Now, I was having sushi with Daley Thompson a few weeks ago. And he told me a story about turning down £350,000. And I could see in his eyes and his face when he told me it, it was pretty painful for him. It wasn't the easiest thing to do. Uh, to him, I'm sure, or to everyone, that's a lot of money. Uh, and so in this uh, Disruptive Entrepreneur video and audio podcast, I'm going to share with you a couple of stories about turning things down that are hard to turn down. And then helping you work out what you should turn down, when you should say no, why you should say no, and how saying no can help you create a lot more success, money, happiness, fulfillment in your life. Okay, so let's do the daily story first then. Uh, so I was having sushi with Daley Thompson and he was telling me about getting offered to do I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Uh, and immediately when he said that, I thought in my mind, thank goodness you didn't do that. Now, I know seven, eight, nine years ago, I'd have taken a lot of TV opportunities that have since come my way at the drop of a hat to want to get on TV, to build my brand, to build my exposure. And it's ironic that eight or nine years later, I'm turning them all down. And I'll I'll explain those in a minute. Uh, But back to Daly then. So um, I said to him, why did you turn that down? Wanting his answer. I didn't want to project onto him my answer. And he said, well, I was having a chat with one of my mentors who's very, very successful And he said to me, because he wasn't sure and he was asking around, it's a good thing to do, you know, if you've got a big decision, you're not sure whether to say yes to no to, go and ask some mentors, some people you respect, some people have been there. And his mentor said to him, do you think Muhammad Ali would go on, I'm a celebrity and get me out of here? No. Do you think Tiger Woods would go on, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here? Well, maybe now. (laughs) No, of course he wouldn't. So, you know, someone who's really a true artist in their form wouldn't have sold themselves out in that manner. Uh, and so, you know, it was a, in the end, it was an easy decision for him, even though £350,000 is a lot of money. And it made me think about all the things I've turned down recently. So a few years ago, I turned down The Secret Millionaire because I felt at the time it was done and I didn't think it would elevate my brand. I thought it would just mi- I would just get lost in all the others. I think, um, you know, a friend of mine, Kevin Green, I think he took it at the right time. Uh, and I think it would have been the wrong time for me. So I decided to turn that down. And that wasn't an easy decision because, you know, I've got a brand and a business and I know that there could have been a lot of upsides of that. But um, the next one I turned down was a a Channel 5 show, which is quite popular, called How the the Other Half Live. Now, you've sometimes there's people on there, you know, multimillionaires on there dressed in their um, leopard skin dressing gown and everything. That would have made me look like a complete fool. And here's the thing. I make myself look like a fool anyway. I don't need to be made look like a fool of on national TV. Now, if you're in the progressive community, you'd have seen recently, BBC are trying to get this show where you go and live in one of your um, rental properties for a week and you're kind of almost like a a landlord tenant swap and you go and live like your tenant. And it's funny because um, they've asked me five or six times, they've asked my business partner like 10 times and I put a post on the community telling people about this and it's funny because about 25 people in our community, they've been asked. And then I saw it posted in other groups. And literally, BBC are going around begging any landlord who's prepared to sell themselves out and make them look like an evil um, Satan landlord to their tenant. Um, you know, that uh, that exposure could be very bad for you. And often when you see these opportunities, you only see the upside. You know, so you think exposure 
brand awareness. But of course, what you could have is exposure and brand awareness of a massive epic fail. And if you have exposure and awareness of a massive epic fail, then, you know, like you can build a huge business taking a long time, you can implode your business in a very short amount of time. So it's not just about being creative uh, and, you know, and artistically choosing what's right for you and wrong for you in your brand. That's important to know what you're known for. But it's about thinking about the downsides of saying yes. It's about thinking of the upsides of saying no, because most people, I mean, most people are pretty um, polarised in their thinking. So some people like me, I'm a bit of an optimist. I'm a bit naive often at times, and I tend to only see or think about the upside. I can get myself really excited, you know, have a coffee, ideas galore, all of a sudden, whoa, I'm so excited, this is going to be amazing, everything's going to be amazing. And I often can't see the downside. And then I've got a business partner, Mark Homer, who any idea I put to him, he's looking at the downside first, and he often can't see the upside. So if you can give yourself that balance of seeing upside and downside, then I think you make more of a balanced decision, a correct decision, a decision that's right for your brand, a decision that's right for the long term and not just the short term. Now, so going back to this thing about saying no, because you can look at an opportunity and it can look great. But what about if you're doing five things already? Uh, And what about if the sixth thing you say yes to starts to break all the other five? So I'm sure often you felt that you've um, got too much on, you're spinning too many plates, you're a bit overwhelmed, you're a bit stressed. But the thing is, whose fault is that? It's yours. It's no one else's fault. It's not your kid's fault. It's not your family's fault. It's not your boss's fault. It's yours. Because you, say, you are the person who says yes and no to everything that comes in your life. So if, you're, if you can't say no because you're weak, you worry about conflict... Each time you say net yes, when you mean no, you create more problems into your life. If you can't say no because you have the FOMO, the fear of missing out, and you, know, you don't want to lose out uh, and you, know, you don't want to miss a great opportunity, then again, you're attracting the overwhelm into your life. And the fear of missing out, taking something on because you don't want to miss out, can end up breaking the things you're already doing that are actually going quite well. So here's the danger of saying yes to things or not saying no, like Daley Thompson did to I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, is everything that's going well in your life can be completely disrupted and all of a sudden nothing's going well. So, some, some things to think about. So, I really admired Daley Thompson saying no uh, for I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Um, I've probably turned down 40 TV shows uh, and um, whilst, as you can see, I'm still not fully over it because I feel like I could have been bigger and more, um, I, I think ultimately that's the right decision to do. Uh, but it's not just about TV shows. It's about... Um, you know, what you do with your brand. So maybe, um, you know, who you, what articles you choose to post. What you write about, because if you write about everything, you write about nothing. Who you decide to partner with for properties, joint ventures, business partnerships, the customers you say no to. If a customer wants a tenner for a fiver and you take a fiver for something that costs a tenner just because you need the business, that's a bad decision. It's okay to say no to a customer. You can say no politely, You can say that, hey, you know, at the moment we don't have capacity to do business with you, which is true because you don't have mental capacity to do business with them. Something else people do when they struggle to say no is they're comparing themselves to the competition. So they look at the competition. They see what the competition are doing. They've got to do that. They see that the competition were better in this area. They've got to do that. And instead of thinking, where am I better than the competition at? They think, where are the competition better than me at? But the competition might be better than you at something that they're good at that you're not. So why go and do something you're not that good at that you don't really want to do just to try and beat your competition in an area that they're better than you at anyway? 
And I think it was Bruce Lee that said he's not scared of someone that can do 10,000 different kicks. He's scared of someone that's practiced one kick 10,000 times. So you are creatively, artistically, commercially defined, not just by what you say yes to, but by what you say no to. So a couple of tips on how to say no. Number one, say no politely. Say no, but keep the door open. Say yes, but not now. Say that's something I'm interested in. Can you get in touch with me in three months where I might have more capacity? Because if you're starting to get lots of opportunities to say yes, that's something you want to be grateful for. No one was asking me to do TV shows 10 years ago. No one was coming to me for partnerships or sending me private messages or, you know, buying my books or anything. No one was tuning into live feeds. No one. And I was just begging. I would have been so grateful for that. So it would be unfair, ungrateful for me not to honour every opportunity I get where possible. Of course, still managing my time and not getting overwhelmed. Because I don't just want to keep saying no to a million emails just because, you know, I want to be polite. You've, you've, got to, you've got to manage your time well. So where possible, in fact, I'd say always say no where people don't feel rejected. They don't feel, um, you know, that they've been batted off or that you're being rude to them. Keep the door. Because here's the thing. A no might be a no now, but it might be right in three, six or nine months. I've just launched a new business program, a suite of business information, CDs, audios, online courses, physical courses. I've wanted to do those for years. Um, and years ago, I would have said yes, and we'd have been doing business courses and public speaking courses and property courses and Amazon courses and service courses, and you name it, and we'd have been doing them all really badly. Uh, but saying yes, but maybe in six months, check in six months, yes, but maybe in another six months, I think I'd wanted to do that for three or four years. And I said yes at the right time, when the because you know when the opportunity presents itself, you know, you can trust your gut and your instinct. Uh, and um, I've got many books I want to write. I think I've now got 11 books that I want to write, but I have to say no to nine of them and only do two a year. I wanted to write Money Before Life Leverage, but my community overwhelmingly told me they wanted the life leverage concept first. So I did that first. So say yes, but not today. Thank you for the opportunity. The answer is no for now, but please come back to me in three months. I want it to be right for you too. And then what you'll do is you'll keep the opportunities on ice and they'll come back to you in your life when you and your life and the opportunity is ready and right for you. Now, finally, before we tune out, tune out, don't tune out, before we tune off uh, and go and listen to another episode is, I've completely forgotten what I was going to say. Ah, yes, your vision and values. So if you're ever unsure of whether to say, say yes or no, link it to your vision and values. So, you know, it, it, your vision and values might be growth and progress. It might be um, helping other people. It might be financial freedom. It might be travel, you know, whatever. Um, now, if the decision links to and fits in with your values, it's probably an easy, irrevocable yes. If it doesn't, it should probably be a no, and it should probably be a no pretty much forever. So if you're ever on the fence and you're not sure, check in with your values. If it links to your values, go do it. If it doesn't, don't. And of course, doing I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of It doesn't link to Daley Thompson's values because he, he's, he's not a celebrity. He, doesn't, you know, he, didn't, he wasn't born and he didn't have the dream to be a celebrity. He wanted to be a decathlete. And, and that's what he did best. Now, of course, could some people say, oh, well, he should cash in on his brand? Yes, there are other ways to do it because you can do that and you can ruin your brand. Um, okay, so thanks for tuning in. Always a pleasure to spend some time with you. Uh, and remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. Rob again, stay with me here because I've got a gift for you. I get asked for these a lot and I thought, well, I'll, I'll leverage my time and yours 
and I will put these four things I get asked a lot into a free gift for you. So if you go to tiny.cc forward slash Rob's report, then what I've done is I've written for you an article on the top 21 apps I use to create the mobile lifestyle. I've written an article on the 14, my most favorite educational, inspirational, informative documentaries of the you know, most inspiring people in the world. I've written uh, which ones they are and a synopsis of each one. I'm very well known for having lots of very specific goals, detailed vision values. So I'm sharing with you my particular document I use, I've PDF'd it for you. And also the fastest ways I know to make money for startup and scale up entrepreneurs. So I've written an article and a detailed report on each one. I've put them all into one. And all you have to do is go to tiny.cc forward slash Rob's report. You get those for free. I'll never ask anything from you, spam. I'll never spam you, never sell to you. And then also once a week, I'll send you a new article or a new video content that's a bit different that maybe you wouldn't get normally from the Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast. So I hope you find that useful. Remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. Thank you.